Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to WPTF's Weekend Gardener. I'm Mike Rayleigh, or what's left of him, after attending a party at uh, Rufus Edmonston's house last evening. Late, Mike Rayleigh. (laughs) I was late. You know, that was was a a lot of circumstance involved in that. First, we had... uh, uh, we had grandchildren there, and that they were wreaking havoc. And then, for some reason, I tried to take a nap. I was I was tired. I was tired yesterday for some reason. And I I took a nap. And well, getting then, up at, at two o'clock in the morning, pretty good reason. So uh, that that, and then uh, there were accidents on the Beltline, so we couldn't take that route, and that was uh, my fastest route, especially with the weight of my foot so we had to go through town we had to go overland road and all of that to to get out that way toward the farmer's market and and that's why i was late well gerald had grandchildren duty too but he had he he had more control i obviously uh have no control i don't have much control i just do like i'm told <laughs> yeah or henry henry uh your your grandson seemed like he was you know he's pretty much on the ball and 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 one he's can't already look running after a business. Him. It, so. take, it takes two to look after him. One can't hold up but so long. I better say that we're at Bell's Carpets and Floors, <laughs> Industrial Drive in Raleigh behind Costco. Fred Gaines, the owner for a lot of years, is with us. Fred, thank you for having us out here. Well, good morning. It's good to see these friends again. And uh, it's such a big uh, deal for us uh, to uh, invite people to come out and see us. Because this is one of our uh, two major annual storewide sales, so, and what that means is that everything's on sale. It's not just one or two selected discounts. Uh, so whatever type flooring that you might be looking for, uh, I'm pretty sure we've got it, and we've got it at our best prices of the year. What's most popular now? Well, the big thing still is you know waterproof. We hear. I mean, every not every customer that comes in, but uh, the majority of people uh, are looking for uh, flooring that's easy to take care of, that's going to hold up, but uh, also the waterproof so that they don't have to worry about the spills. Or Like one of my customers yesterday says, well, my dog, every time he drinks, he got water all over the floor, yeah. and I've got to go back and wipe it up and stuff because the floor she has. Well, Fred, it's not water on my floor that Jasper does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that, that from the uh, former attorney general, ladies and gentlemen, the Ruf- Rufus Edmonston. So uh, it... That used to be for just for the mudroom. If you had a mudroom or some way to get into the house from the garage or, or a back door or something. But now it's it's all over the place. It's the whole house. It's, yeah. it, and, and they want it to look good, too. Well, that's the other exciting thing is that the technology, uh, and we'd love people to come out and look at this. Uh, we have products uh, that 
they've been able to develop. When you put them down on the floor, you cannot tell that it's not real wood. It just, the, the visual on it and, and actual the feel of it, you can feel the graining, you can feel the knots in the wood. Uh, and uh, uh, at the same time, uh, it's easy to take care of. Uh, it's just like the floor we have on the showroom right now. Uh, it's been down over four years, and we've actually had we had an air conditioner leak on it, uh, and there's been no damage from water, anything like that. So, people as they're fixing up their homes, looking for uh, good, uh, good options, uh, we have probably the largest selection of waterproof floors we've ever had. There, there are so many uh, different wood types too that 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 you can what is this this you've had this since you opened up this new showroom what what exactly is it it looks like um an old country store or something i mean mm -hmm. it doesn't have the shine of uh of some of the wood floors right yeah it's more of a matte finish yeah and uh, uh i'm not exactly sure which uh type of wood it is yeah uh, uh, but uh, uh some of the um uh, <clears throat> newer ones we have, they have walnut looks, they have maple looks. Uh, well, this like, has that kind of walnut color. Yeah, yeah it has a, um, and uh, this has a modern amount of, of character, so you have a differentiation. It just doesn't look like a plastic floor. Uh, oh, no, it, it, it looks like a wood floor. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, you can even see the separation of the planks. Yeah, exactly. And... Uh, the other thing, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, you know, carpet is still uh, a popular item, but again, the, the technology that they've been able to evolve, uh, I'm constantly amazed of what are they going to do next, and they keep coming up with uh, new ways of developing uh, carpet fibers and, and using par carpet fibers to create more patterns and looks. And that's what people are looking for in carpet today. It's not not just the plain, um, you know, traditional solid look. They want something with a little pattern, a little texture, a uh, little color. And uh, again, the, the technology that evolves uh, a little bit later on, we'll talk about our color wall, uh, which is behind you. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, kind of looks uh, standard, but when you understand what we're doing, it gives a customer an easy way to select the color, texture, feel, and price of the uh, carpet that they might be looking for. And of course, with our sale, we've got these at tremendous uh, prices. And you have people to help with the color, of, too. Well, they're not here yet, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah where are they? <laughs> They'll be in at 9 o'clock. Okay. Oh, but uh, and, but that doesn't mean you can't come out. I'm here. Yeah, and, that's right. Come on in. Absolutely. And, yeah. If you're an early riser, yeah. a lot of people are not now. You know, they don't they don't don't get up as as early as I do. Yeah. Gosh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know that. Yeah, come on out. Mm. Um, you uh, are open today and Monday. Monday. Yeah, we're open nine to five today and nine to five on Monday. So we've got a little extra time in there. Our store hours to take care of people, uh, you know, and we'd love for <clears throat> them to come out. And, of course, uh, you know, we have, like you say, we have our staff here, uh, marvelous staff of, of associates that they're all expert. They have all have 
numerous years. We won't count the number of years of, of business. Really do. And, and then also our installation staff. Uh, we, That's so important. Yeah, it is so important. No matter, it doesn't matter what type of floor you're putting in. You want to make sure that you've got a professional that knows what they're doing. They're going to do it the right way. And all of our installers are uh, extremely qualified. Of course, we only have the best. You really and, do. And you always have, and and uh, it's quite an investment when you buy flooring exactly. for a home. A lot of square footage in some cases, and so you you got to have it, the right materials, uh, and the right quality and reliability, and and the right people to install right. it. It doesn't matter, you know. Even the small areas uh, need to talk about our remnants that take care of those smaller areas. Great way to save money, uh, and. Uh, uh, it's something that uh, people sometimes think uh, the small things don't mean that much to us, but it doesn't matter if you need a 4 by 8 piece of scrap, <laughs> you know, a $5 remnant, we've got those back there. You do, and it's good carpeting and yeah. a lot of colors to choose from. Fred, thank you so okay. much, and we're gonna we're gonna talk more as the morning goes All along right. here thank from you. Bell's Carpets Industrial <laughs> Drive in Raleigh. We're right behind Costco. Uh, very very easy to find. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. Brother Rufus had a uh, Gerald. Good morning to you. And he said hello to you, Gerald Adams, who. Uh, has uh, been on the show for for many years now, and uh, is uh, <coughs> one of the folks in charge of that huge Centennial Campus grounds over there. So much responsibility, and and the former curator of the grounds of of the Governor's Mansion, which uh, my gosh, that that's incredible. Uh, you you have to to please some very important people day after day. So thank and you. The main thing is his wife. You got to please her. Yeah, yeah, and Henry and. Yeah, all of that. So. Well, hey. man, let me report on the Gerald on the Rufus Tomato. I don't oh, think please. you had time to see it, Mike. It you you said it was indeterminate. Mm -hmm. I think it's Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> it's going to be a big plant. That that booger is at least now four feet tall. Big question: Should I top it? And it got blossoms up there, and so no, no don't no, don't mess no, with it. No, and I <clears throat> there's no sign of any kind of disease on it, so. Somebody said, "Well, are you spraying it?" I, well, I'm. If it's okay, I'm leaving it alone. That's right. Would that be your yeah, your Rufus tomato? Yeah. Advice? As, as we get into the season of uh, growing tomatoes, what advice do you have for for people? <clears throat> well, you you have to keep a close eye on them. So, for instance, we've had a number of days now with cooler than normal temperatures, and we're <laughs> well, supposed we to be wet today and maybe tomorrow into Monday. So when you have cooler than normal and wet, you start to see the bacterial diseases, uh, bacterial speck, bacterial spot. And a lot of it just depends upon, it, you can have it minor and it not be an issue, but a younger plant, it sometimes can cause a lot of problems and could defoliate the leaves. So you just have to keep a close eye on them because things can happen very quickly. And on the bacterial uh, infestation remedy. Yeah. yeah. What? Uh, copper fungicide. Okay. Either copper fungicide or mancozeb, uh, which is generally sold as dithane. They're two of the oldest water-soluble fungicides. You can even buy the copper fungicide as a liquid. 
uh, very low toxicity. You could spray it on a fruit and wipe the fruit off and eat it. So it's uh, it's about as safe as any fungicide that you can spray and uh, and and pretty inexpensive to buy. And it's still uh, the best fungicide for bacterial diseases. And what point do we spray that? Start spraying. If that? you look and see, looks like somebody sprinkled pepper on your leaves, little tiny black spots, then uh-huh. you need to spray. Okay. Because it can, particularly if we had three days in a row, like right now, overcast, even if it wasn't raining, but if it we had moisture and then it stayed overcast and it stayed 10, 15 degrees below normal, that's the perfect conditions for the bacterial diseases to jump on your stuff. Yeah. For roses and... Uh, roses as well, but it's a different type thing. Black spots, what you see on roses, mm-hmm. and you pretty much got to spray something religiously to keep yeah. that from happening. All right. I've, uh, I've had good luck with Bayer 3 and 1. Yeah, for that, it's certainly. Very good product. Uh, as the roses are are at their peak right now. So uh, that's, that's why I mentioned roses. That's something that really stands out. And hopefully you have a, a good, reliable rose. Uh, that's something that doesn't take a lot of care. So, uh, but tomatoes, tomatoes have got to be the hardest crop to grow. The most difficult fruiting vegetable to grow in this part of the world. Period. Mm-hmm. Bar none. Well, how do you have almost 200 varieties? <laughs> well, well I, you don't always have success, though, do you? Yeah, I have difficulty <clears throat> sometimes, and I have my own uh, preventive fungicide spraying program that I've developed over the years that 99.9% of people are not going to go to that much trouble. And that's part of that Frankenstein's monster stuff he's got down there. Yes. The, the tubes and uh, But uh, when I have troubles, that's a really bad sign for everyone else. But it's still can be so localized. I mean, you can have people on the same street. One person's crop looks fine. They're just jumping up and down, and the person across the street from them can be having all kinds of problems. And the big issue is every disease in the vegetable kingdom can attack tomatoes, and many of those diseases thrive in heat and humidity, and boom, that's where we are. So always a challenge. Yeah. Well, the the question yesterday about the I keep coming back to the the Rufus tomato. What is the thing going to look like? Well, now that would kill all the element of surprise if I was to tell them. Curiosity killed the cat, Rufus. I I can tell you that. Don't even worry about it. I have handed out uh, probably 100 plants. So there's going to be right many correspondents that I've all told call in the show and tell us what you think about the Rufus tomato. So I would think by. Fourth of July, would we should start to be getting some reports in on that? Okay, that's that's a good mysterious answer. <laughs> well, that's you know the surprises are good in life. Yeah, absolutely. As long as you don't take it to the extreme. Yeah, don't go out there and watch it a lot. Don't don't get up in the middle of the night to check on it to see if it's popped out and started to form and coloration. Well, I've and got all some of about the. The size of a, a hickory nut now. Oh, very yes, good. Sir. I mean, it must really like. Well, they're in pots. The grounds. And I didn't change the dirt, Gerald. Yeah. I, I'm I'm taking a chance. Well, if you didn't have any uh, wilt diseases, you should be fine. Most of the fungal diseases are airborne, and they usually don't overwinter in the soil. Uh, so that uh, we shall see. All right, we, we've got. I've got a cousin. Cousin Gladys Edmiston from Jonesville, Tennessee. Cousin Gladys is a listener 
of the weekend. Morning, Hunter. Cousin Gladys. Yeah. And she sent me a snake cuke. And it looks like a snake coiled up. <clears throat> and I thought it was very unusual. And Gerald says that it is quite common. Yes, the the any long cucumber, I mean one that can get 12 inches or more, can twist and turn if it's growing on the ground and uh -huh. not growing up in the air. But that looks more like snake gourd, which is known to twist and turn when it grows. Thus, the reason it was named. Right. Looks like a snake sitting about to coil up and. So like is it edible, Rufus? Uh, well, she says it's a kook. A yeah. kook. Yeah. That's... Well, maybe I didn't know if well, it's yeah, a maybe kook. Maybe a kook, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that something they used to serve at the 21 Club with uh, a little sandwich, a little cucumber sandwich? But she's, or the plaza? Uh, doggone thing is scary to me. It is. Looks a lot like an Armenian cucumber. Cause the, has, I would has, have. Would has, you know what an Armenian uh, cucumber? Oh, my goodness. I know someone <clears throat> of Armenian heritage. Has ridges on it. It's not a smooth skin to uh -huh. it. Well, she, she requested that you put this on the Weekend Gardener Facebook. All right. I will. Uh, I promise. Cousin. Cousin Gladys. Cousin, Gla cousin Gladys. Yeah. With the, do y'all refer with to each other like that, Cousin Rufus, Cousin Gladys? That's, those are my cucumbers in Florida. Ooh, See? Boy, that, that? You could, you, that's an equalizer. You could, you could yeah. hit See somebody with a hit with that thing. Yep. See, when they grow on the ground, they'll twist because of how long they get. But if you yeah. trellis them and let them grow straight up and hang yeah. down, they'll, they'll stay pretty straight. Okay. So is that how farmers do? Yes. yes. Well, it takes up so much less room right. when you trellis certainly, them up in there. would, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I believe Steve is with us. Uh, Steve, good morning. You're on WPTF. Yeah, I hope you believe I am. <laughs> good morning, guys. Hey, Stephen. Well, I'm in. I'm not in the studio. We're not in the studio, so I can't see everything. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyway, I went out and deadheaded this morning and counted. We had 108 clumps blooming today. So oh, that's a lot of a lot of daylilies. Yep. How many daylilies do you have? I, I, I don't Right know around you... 500. Yeah. Holy smoke. Yes. Yeah, but there's over, there's almost 100,000 varieties registered. So, you know, I've, I've got a very small, uh, eclectic blend that well, I have that we've collected over the years. How, how is this uh, weather, is this weather affecting them Not at all? Not well. It, it, We've been getting rain at the judicious system. I mean, it's been coming at just the right amount, just the right amount of time. So oh, how about been, that? I, actually, I have, my clumps are the best looking that I've seen in years. So our peak bloom should be absolutely amazing this year. <clears throat> well, I, I don't remember a year that is... Uh, Flowers and anything that blooms have looked better than the spring. Uh, I think we've had had apparently ideal conditions. Maybe well, our native azaleas bloom the best they've ever bloomed. Yeah. And my big tree is just absolutely loaded. I mean, I went out there yesterday and looked at it, and it must have six or seven figs on each branch. The little bitty tiny ones, you know, that, that they haven't started maturing yet. 
So maybe the birds will let me have some this year. <laughs> well, I maybe so. Maybe so. I don't know how judicious they are. I had enough energy that I built me a floating deck in my backyard. How about that? Now, yep. what exactly does that mean? It's uh, it's not mounted. It's sitting on blocks. It's, it, 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 I can move it if I want to. The the floor at uh, the first floor at the uh, the Durham Life Insurance Building, WPTF Studios, were built by. In fact, uh, the studios were constructed by a company that. I don't think it was RCA. I think it was a company that built movie studios, and they built a floating floor there. It's all gone. The building, that beautiful building is still there, of course. It was on the, the mezzanine. As you're driving on, on uh, you can tell where the mezzanine was and if you're driving down Salisbury Street in the back of of uh, that building, but uh, it was a floating floor. And I, I have a photo of, of the studio where the, the largest part of it was, but uh, where the organ, uh, the the organ and the the audience sat in there. But uh, yeah, that's that's interesting that you you use that. Concept. Just remember to do one thing this weekend: find a veteran and give him a hug. Amen, brother. Yep. We we shall Please. do that. Thank every veteran you see for their service All right. and for the. For the freedoms that we enjoy. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I'll be uh, th- Steve, thank you so if much. If you anything on daylilies, I'll call in. Okay. Fantastic. All right. Love you guys. We, ap- we appreciate right. you being a, such a vital part of the show. Thanks, well, Steve. I try, to, I try to keep you updated. There you go. Keep us up to date. Keep and us straight. Just as a reminder, for those people that want to come and see my garden, it's uh, just one more. It is listed in the Raleigh Daylily Club website All right. under the tab uh, Display Garden. And my phone number and address are there, and you're welcome to come. If you come, I'll make sure you leave with something. <laughs> oh, very good. That's a, that's a I, great I deal. I can, I'm, I'm got to divide some things. So I will share my plants with anybody who wants to come and look at my garden. All right, Steve, that's a deal. Uh, give right. give the name give the name of the garden one more time. Just one more. Okay, excellent. All right. All right, you guys. Uh, th- I'll be listening to you. Thank you. Thank you very Thank much, you. Steve. Bye bye. All right. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. 919-860-WPTF. Mike Rayleigh here along with Rufus Edmonston and Gerald Adams. We are at Bell's Carpets and Floors, Industrial Drive in Raleigh. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I'll hold my breath. We're back on WPTF at uh, Bell's Carpets and, and Floors. Uh, Gerald and Rufus are modeling black cow shirts. Black yeah, cow. I, I hope she hurries up. Manure. I'm about to lose my breath. <laughs> holding it in my belly. Dear <laughs> <laughs> sweet Lucy. Um, and, and my niece Lucy just graduated from St. Mary's. That's right. We had a wonderful uh, graduation ceremony. And she's going. And, and uh, she's going to go to UNC. Wilmington, and but she's not going to uh, study ballerina. Well, they down say there. they don't have ballet there. 
Oh, no. Yeah. Why'd yeah. she pick a school that doesn't have ballet? Yeah, I, I can't imagine. Maybe she's up to her ears in ballet and wants uh, to get away from it for a well, while. Well, maybe so. She, yeah. Maybe her feet hurt. <laughs> well, I, if you were tippy toe, well, I think you would. Is that what that's going to look like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, the, he's showing me a picture of the ruthless tomato. And it's, it, it's purple. It could have a little green outside, and it's going to have a little bit of green inside of it when you slice it. But it'll be a slicing size tomato. But you, if you don't like the green inside, you can cover that up with mayonnaise. No, you'll eat it. It'll taste a lot like Cherokee purple. Maybe better. <laughs> it's looking. Oh boy! Oh, now, <laughs> now you said the magic talking. word. Uh, yeah, come on out to uh, Bell's Carpets. We're right behind Costco on Industrial Drive, and uh, Fred's here, and he can uh, he can help you if you want to want to come out early today. You get and, a donut too. I see. You get there. a donut. Lucy brought some donuts, and uh, there's some coffee here, and lots of lots of displays. <laughs> it's overwhelming. And you can, if you're interested in wood flooring or flooring that looks like wood but is not real wood, but I mean it has slats and everything. Uh, come, come look uh, at at the floor as you walk in. The whole the whole floor here in the showroom is is that type of flooring. And uh, gosh, there's so many different types, lots of different patterns and colors for uh, carpeting too. You just wouldn't believe it. A lot of new things, a lot of new technology, too. And you can come in here. I'm going to put it on uh, the WPTF Facebook page, but you can you can come in here and look at Rufus's floater of uh, a photo of Cousin Gladys's. Yeah, Cousin Gladys from uh, Jonesboro, Tennessee. Cucumber, Jonesboro. How about that? That's had a battle. Uh, they had a Civil War battle. Yes, they did in Jonesboro. All right, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Uh, tomatoes, have we said all we need to about to tomatoes, Gerald, or before <clears throat> we move on? I've been talking about them for the last uh, oh, eight, yeah, eight, that's right. eight to nine weeks every day. Out of the farmer's Haven't had market. had a decent one to eat since about the early November. Nobody of, brought of any bacon year. and, no, so and I'm, white bread? I'm more than ready for a good tomato. It's been right. a while. <laughs> So uh, it's a, that all went well. You had a good time out there? Fabulous. And I want to thank all of the Weekend Gardener listeners that came out and bought some plants from me this year. I sold that? over twice what I did last year. So uh, Monica is going to be on with us this morning, so you can thank her. I will. And I yeah. know that she she has helped. By the way, on uh, Wednesday, I believe it was, Wednesday or Thursday, we went out. Uh, I went out to the farmer's market. It was Wednesday because you were down in Surf City eating right. seafood <laughs> yeah. instead of eating with nine ladies from Benson Garden Club. Yeah, tell us about and, that. And uh, they were all lovely. And I got to sit in the middle, and, and plus, plus Monica. So that was oh, great. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, sitting at a nine nine women sitting sitting at a table, or nine or ten women and one guy. That's heaven, man. You feel special? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> certainly. Yeah. especially in well, a public I, I place had to like make, that. I had to make a choice, and I had uh, to go with Big John sit, down to, to the go beach. with Big John. And uh, by the way, Big John, uh, <laughs> you and Cheryl, thanks yesterday for all the help in the little garden party. That's right. They and for the, do a great the job. listeners out there, I'm, I'm sorry I can't invite everybody. 
that has always asked me to come to my garden, there's just no room there because it's an old-fashioned house built in 1921, 100 years old. Yeah. And there is just not any parking or you would be parking on top of my garden. That's right. So That's don't right. feel we left out if you, you're not invited. We just had our, our weekend garden uh, family yeah. of those folks. And who, it is a family. Who, who work on this show. And, uh, well, I, 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 I love having it, and, and the barbecue is good. Uh, yeah, Cooper's good. barbecue, good, uh-huh. good barbecue. That's right. Banana pudding. Banana pudding. I had not had any banana pudding in years. I bet it's been uh, a decade since I've had some. Cheer wine. So, um, yeah, that's uh, Salisbury. That's Salisbury. That originates a uh, hundred and some years ago. There is Gerald's uh, chugging some down right now. <laughs> So uh, if you want to see the Edmonston Estate and Gardens, uh, all you have to do is uh, go to the Weekend Gardener Facebook page or to my Facebook page, and uh, you may have to ask to be a friend on mine, but you can, um, you can actually uh, see a lot of, the, a lot of the, air, the, the beautiful grounds there. So, well, thought- it's, it's an old garden. Uh- Four it pe- is that. Four pecan trees that, did I say pecan? Yeah, uh, pecan. pecan. They were planted there when the, the house was built. And I still wonder why somebody would put a pecan tree in their front and their backyard with all the limbs and things that break off. But they're they're magnificent. Great myrtles are over 100 Maybe they didn't break off back then. And I have a, an oak tree that <laughs> I remember. I had a dear friend that <laughs> Gerald would have remembered. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Back in the days, remember, Gerald, when they used to top trees? Oh, yeah. Just for some reason, farmers... Top them and, uh, and paint the bottom white. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. And J.K. Sharon said, got there one day, and he says, I want to top this tree for you. So he climbed the tree and had him a drink or two. State representative. Oh, yeah, state senator right. and, and dear friend. State senator. And he topped that oak tree, and it has oaked right along. Was he so, a tree climber? Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> Gum, that's a <clears throat> that's deftifying. Literally, so, uh, what I have one side of the garden is what I remember by my friends, the people like you that have given me plants and Gerald. I've got, uh, by the way, one of, one of those uh, red horse chestnuts survived yeah. from last year that I yeah that you didn't I thought think was came. dead. Yeah. Now what what uh, Janet Cowell, our dear friend, former state treasurer, was there yesterday. And uh, as everybody should know, she is uh, director of the uh, new, wonderful North Carolina Dix Hill uh, Park. And I thought that one of those red horse chestnuts would be a good addition yeah. over at the... Uh, yeah. What, what, what do we... Is, well, what, I grew that from seed that I collected off of some red... <clears throat> the chestnuts we have around the park and ride on Centennial Campus. Yeah. We we have uh, two different parking lots where they're planted on kind of the corners of the parking lot. And over the last four or five years, one of them has fruited uh, a lot. The other one's not so much. Uh, but they all bloom the best this year that I've seen since I've been working. What, at at what stage will they start blooming? Because you, They've you, already bloomed. You, they, they typically bloom probably March, March and, late March and April right. uh, is, when, is when they bloom, and it's just a tr- tremendous fluorescent 
rate yeah. it when they well, the way they started one time my dear wife said i would love to have one of those red horse chestnuts and so i mentioned it to gerald he said no problem no problem whatsoever so i've got one that's growing from last year I'm going to put one more in at the house and see if Ms. Ms. Jeanette, uh, Janet Cowell would like one for the uh, beautiful park over there. She can call oh, it Dick's the, Park, yeah. Dick's Edmiston Park. Red Horse. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, might borrow, I might borrow the name. I think they've got a room for it there. Yeah. That'd be interesting. As long as we tell them where it came from. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a great kind of understory tree. They don't get huge size-wise, but you, you see them bloom, and it's... It's spectacular when they bloom. Yeah. Mm, how about that? 919-860-9783. Richard has been waiting a while. I apologize, Richard. Thank you for That's waiting. That's all right. Sir. We're just glad y'all are here. Yeah, yeah, we're here. Uh, and uh, Richard, by the way, thanks for that uh, picture of your neighbor's... Uh, uh, you said it was pruned by seawater. I didn't... It was a crepe myrtle, and you yep. said she didn't ever have to try to prune it. Because the sea water, sea breeze, pruned yeah. it. I didn't quite understand what you meant by that. Yeah, well, it blows he, limbs off. <laughs> <laughs> well, between that and uh, the salt spray tends to uh, do its own pruning. Uh, it uh, kills a lot of the uh, fresh buds. And uh, then when the tree uh, grows, it grows to, to the shape which is modified by the wind mm -hmm. in coastal North Carolina. That sounds like an engineer, Richard. Yeah. It certainly certainly does. <laughs> well, the uh, uh, re recently, uh, uh, Wildlife in North Carolina magazine had a great article on uh, bees and pollinators, and uh, I didn't know that the honeybees came over with the uh, settlers. So I, I, I turned to my wife and said, "Well, honey, you know where bees come from? Nowhere. Uh, well, busy bees." <laughs> <laughs> did she appreciate that uh, oh oh yeah i'm sure now how that how did they bring them over that's what they didn't elaborate but hopefully hopefully uh, uh i guess the uh if you were disciplined uh on the crew you probably got to sleep next to them well i i guess i don't know if they, i assume they were buzzing around i wonder what uh they did they did for food yeah, it seems like you'd have to bring uh, honey, some, yeah, something. something to keep their habits. How about that? That's but very interesting, Richard. Wildlife in North Carolina magazine. Absolutely. What a wonderful magazine. I, I hope a lot of people subscribe to that. It's uh, been around, just like our state magazine, has been around for a long, long time. There's a lot of talent in, in that. Good and, photographs, good articles, yes. Uh, Richard, I, re I remember... When I was a boy in high school and my father was a wildlife protector, uh, he engaged me to help sell subscriptions to the wildlife in North Carolina. And at that time, it was 10 cents. Oh, wow. 10 cents for a subscription. Now, that was in 1957 or something like that. But it was 10 cents a year for subscription to wildlife in North Carolina. Yeah, it's through uh, the Wildlife Resources Commission, and uh, you can buy a license. Uh, you can buy uh, all kinds of stuff on there, but you can also subscribe to uh, that wonderful magazine. 
And, uh, and you know, I, I remember this. This is very telling about wildlife in North Carolina. When I was running for governor, people would hint to you if you got to be governor what they wanted to be on what, and you'd think most people wanted to be on the highway commission. Yeah, the most popular board that people sought to be on and try to get me to promise that I'd put them on was the Wildlife Commission. They wanted to be members of the Wildlife Commission. Well, I didn't get to do it because it wasn't a good year. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It wasn't. I mean, it, it, Lucy, it hurt. It, it wasn't for the one of the most popular politicians North Carolina has ever produced, Jim Hunt, either. So. No, we, we both fell by the axe of, of Ronald Reagan. He was, was he very was, likable. He was very. He was extremely popular, and you lost to a very nice man. Absolutely, and I've said very that intelligent. So, so many times that I admired Governor Martin. Mm-hmm. He and I never had a bad word, and it, it's a way that you can do elections, right? If you only try and remember to treat people with dignity and honor, and and a sense that they're worth something too. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, the the Jim Holzhauser, Jim Martin. Uh, Terry San- Sanford, just some really, really intelligent people have held that office. Luther Hodges. Uh, so I, I, um, yeah, I, I really admire, uh, especially those two, and Jim Hunt, of course. Uh, he was yeah, governor. governor for life. Yeah, he, uh, he, he was governor for, for de- on four different occasions, so four different terms. All right, uh, Richard. Anything else? Yeah, uh, another. Uh good publication uh, is Coast Watch. Uh, when you get past the uh, political agendas in there, they, they have some really good articles. And, and uh-huh. They have a good one, uh, a really excellent one on invasive species. You can actually go to the, to the link and uh, you can get Coast Watch online, but you can go to the link and download a, a, a poster on that as well. For And what it, uh, for instance, uh, the, the coastal ecosystem is so delicate and Centipedes considered uh, invasive in the environment, and I think what people might do is they want their house in, in the, at the coast to look like uh, their house in Raleigh or somewhere. What do they recommend for the lawn, to not having a lawn grass? Uh, get as many native plants as you can. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. and actually, if... if and maybe some clover. Does clover survive down on the coast, Rufus? Oh, yeah, yeah. In, yeah. in my backyard, it... Uh, well, I tell you, it's blooming crazy now, the the clover. But I found that uh, it, 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 instead of uh, regarding it as a total pest, I'll let it do its job of uh, putting some nitrogen in the soil. But all you have to do is, uh, with the uh, St. Augustine, or is uh, mowed it one inch and cuts off the flowers and... Yeah, uh, eventually right. dies back, and it'll let the uh, St. Augustine replace it. Hmm. How about that? It, it well, works on Johnson grass, just one inch mowing height. You don't have to spray. Wow. How about that, Richard? Thank you very much. All right, and uh, 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 Gerald, thanks for the uh, great plants. Uh, they've already borne fruit, and. Uh, not ripe yet, but uh, the only one that has a near disease, which is predictable, is uh, Brandywine. But uh, uh, that's good. Oh, thank goodness. I thought you were going to say the Rufus plant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Been well, using right. Immunox um, there you go. on that. So yes, if, if you pat- patrol them, they'll look good.
Very good, Richard. Thank right. you. Y'all have a great one. Thanks for you being too. here for us. Yes, sir. All right. Bye. Let's go to the uh, great J.C. Knowles. J.C., good morning, my friend. Good morning to all of you. I've been, oh, uh, been listening to you, but I didn't call you. I've been on over weather for the last two weeks. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I am I so sorry, J.C. Two weeks yeah. ago today, I had a real deep cold. And, and, oh, uh, well, you, well, you know, a lot of people uh, with all this, we still have a lot of pollen around. It's not the pine pollen, but it's still a lot of people are sniffling, so I'm, I'm glad you're yeah, getting really better. It was bad. Of course, for a 94-year-old man, it don't come easy. No, sir, <laughs> it certainly doesn't. Nothing does. So. When you when uh, when you talk to Monica today, ask her when the garden peas are coming in, and uh, maybe Gerald would know why is the garden uh, pea season so short. Uh, uh, I've, part- been, I've had uh, somebody go to the market for me to buy some in uh, early May and all, and they just didn't have them. When when do they come in, and why is the season so short? Uh, part of the reason is short is it's a cool season, <clears throat> and some of the maybe this year is going to be an exception, but it seems like the last four or five years has just warmed up so much earlier in May uh, that we've had June-like temperatures in May, and they just don't bloom and fruit in the warm weather. So they kind of uh, bloom and fruit all at one time, and this it. You don't continue getting crops on them like with snap beans and butter beans some of your summer. Uh, vegetables is kind of a one and done. Yeah, when my wife was living. We used to put up about twenty-five or thirty uh, quarts of them. I love old uh, uh, fresh garden peas. How about that? And, and it is amazing, JC, me, that people are also say hello to Gerald and Rufus. Um, a great event is taking place on Monday. It, it opens the field of honor. Honoring uh, our brave men and women who have given their life for, for this country at the Exchange Club West Raleigh Baseball Complex. It's on Barringer Drive in West Raleigh. Uh-huh. Uh, they have this field of honor. It's open today and until uh, Monday at 5 o'clock. And at, on Monday, they're having a special commemorative ceremony. And if people want to really feel impressed and honor people who've given their lives, to stand in the middle of that baseball field and see over 500 flags flying. Mm. And and they're not little small flags that you find in the cemetery. These are five by seven feet flags. Mm. And it really makes you feel that you are proud to be an American and thank for the sacrifice that men and women made. Casey, I saw that on TV last night, and I thought that I is do. the most I impressive thing. It is. I'm out today to, to honor our men and women. Absolutely. JC, thanks for your service in the Merchant Marines. Well, thank you. Of course, I was in the Army, too. Yeah. Well, that's right. You're a cook. Yeah. At, at Fort Bragg. Peel <laughs> yeah, and potatoes. Master Baker at Fort Bragg. Oh, my gosh. Rufus, Still Master Bakering. I'm seeing you on Tuesday. You're talking about the Good Old Boys Club. Yep. Hope you'll be there. I missed last month because I was Oh, there. I will always be there. I know we miss you when you're not there because well, every, everybody loves J.C. Knowles. Everybody. Well, I love everybody else. <laughs> well, J.C., what you, what you got us to chortle to today? Uh, you, you 
probably got some other callers. Let me give you a couple of little quickies today. All right. <laughs> School started, and the teacher was standing in front of the class, and uh, he said, now, uh, to all you students, if any of you think you're stupid, I want you to stand up. And after a long wait, little Willie stood up, and the teacher said, now, Willie, do you really think you're stupid? He said, no, sir, but I hate to see you standing there by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, children, don't don't try that in your school. Please. <laughs> oh, don't do that. And then this uh, family was having an old pastor over for Sunday lunch. And uh, the, the mother and father was in the kitchen making preparations, and the elderly pastor was sitting in the living room with a little son. And he looked at the son, and he said, Son, what are we having for lunch today? And he said, We're having old goat. He said, Old goat, are you sure? He said, Yeah, because I heard Daddy say to Mama at breakfast this morning, Today would be as good day for the old goat as any other day. (laughs) (laughs) J.C., you're corrupting us. (laughs) You have a wonderful day, my friend. God love you. We love you, too. All right. Thank you now. Bye-bye. That's incredible, J.C. Knowles. Oh, yeah. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up from Bell's Carpets and Floors here on WPTF.